everyone. Welcome back to another Nerds Order Music interview. Today, we're with the band Hazen. How are you all doing today? Good, man. Yeah, about yourself? Good. Doing good, doing good. So, let's get started, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Super Tell me a little bit about yourselves. Start with you, Robbie. Oh. <laughs> Us, uh, well, individually or the band? Yeah. Um, both, individually and the band. Okay. Oh, well, my name's Robbie. I play bass and sing in Hazen, obviously. Um, I uh, just joined recently. I'm the newest member here. I'm super stoked. Um, I've been in bands and playing music my entire life. So this is a new experience being in this genre of music. Um, I predominantly played rock or like heavy, heavy, heavy metal um, have been the only two. So this is like the perfect meeting of both worlds. And uh, so far, so good. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Kayla. Um, well, I'm the vocalist of Hazen. Um, I've been doing this for what, three-ish years? Something like that. It's really been like my only musical project. I love it. It's been a blast. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what about you? I'm Dylan. This is my uh, second like serious project. I'm a luthier by trade. I have a YouTube channel where I make guitars and stuff like that. It's just what I do for a living. And that's about it. <laughs> Dwight? Well, now you yeah. guys are making me sound like a band whore with how many bands I've been in. Um, so I'm Dwight. I'm the drummer. Um, <clears throat> I've been a musician my entire life. I come from a family full of musicians. Um, been playing live since I was uh, 16, 27 now, and I've been touring on and off on a smaller band since I was 19. So joined Hazen about two years ago, two and a half years ago, something like that. I don't remember. Something like that. It all blurs. Yeah. <laughs> joined Hazen about two and a half years ago or so. And uh, I mean, it's been a hell of a ride ever since. We're still working on it. But Dylan, do you want to kind of get into the band side of that? As a sure. Whole? Yeah. So um, started the band three, four years ago, three years ago. Um, we don't remember anything. <laughs> 2017. That's right. I think. So four yeah, years ago. four years ago. So starting 2017, um, we started recording a bunch of demos in-house and stuff like that and immediately caught the attention of a local producer who just took all of our stuff to just be on the next level. And uh, ever since then, it's just been a constant slave to the grind to uh, keep releasing content to that quality. So where did the band name come from? So the band name is actually Kayla's last name. Her actual last name. It's her namesake. Oh. Yeah. It was their yeah. idea. <laughs> it, was our, it was my idea. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. How would you guys describe the music you make? I would say, I mean, being female fronted and having even more of a female powerhouse brought into the band. I would say that we, I mean, our genre that we like to, to say is we're in the alternative metal area. Um, but I don't know, I, I, it's, it's hard to describe because we have so many different influences coming from across the entire board that I think it's pretty unique in itself. I mean, mm -hmm. when we try to think of like, oh, what would be great bands that we would tour with that we sound like and can name 50. And then you realize that not one of them is like a perfect fit. It's, it's a weird, yeah. weird dynamic. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's like we said in our, in our live, it's Hazen. 
right? <laughs> but it's it's a little bit different than than your standard metal band, female fronted metal band. We just kind of like to float in and out of that. Every one of our influences when we write our music. All right. What are some of your inspirations, like you mentioned earlier? <laughs> Go for it, girl. Um. Well, I have a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up more listening to like pop music, so like Lady Gaga was a big influence on me, and then um, started listening to like Hailstorm, and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know this thing existed. I, I when I did listen to rock, it was usually male fronted. I, I don't know why, other than like Paramore, I just didn't really listen to female fronted. And then someone uh, introduced me to In This Moment, and that's when I was like, ooh, that's what I want to do. So they're huge influence on me wanting to be in a metal band for sure. Super artistic. I would say like uh, now that we have this new dynamic, having me in the band now, um, there's like this cool like crossover sub genre of a sub genre happening right now where there's, you know, more harmonies and melodies. But um, I think of that just comes from like, I like rock and roll and like Eagles or, you know, when all of that stuff was, uh, you know, performed live and um, everyone in the band has, you know, this outrageous talent. Um, so bringing that new dynamic into is super like exciting for me, I guess. But um, yeah, I would say me personally, like bringing this new like rock and then I also make Dylan write heavier riffs That's too. Very <laughs> true. We want breakdowns when stuff opens back up and people to really go ham. Yeah. I just think all of our influences like is what makes us so creative. Yeah, so it's so make, it's so vast across yeah, the board. It it's very different. Yeah. That maybe I wouldn't have thought of, but she would, or you know, vice versa. Yeah. What about you, Dylan? I grew up on uh, psychedelic rock. You know, that was like my bread and butter: Pink Floyd, Moody Blues. Nice. Boston, all that kind of just that stuff. And, uh, you know, then switched over to like the really like butt rock from the 2000s, you know, POD and Linkin Park and Nickelback and all that kind of stuff. And then I ended up in the progressive metal kind of, you know, side of things. So I, I'm all across the board. Sometimes I just sit down and put on the Doom soundtrack and just zen. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a great soundtrack. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I think as far as my influences go, um, I, for some reason, I tend to stick to musicians more than bands sometimes. So for me as a drummer, um, the Rev from Jimmy Sullivan from uh, Avenged Sevenfold is my ultimate, um, will always be my ultimate idol. Um, you will pretty much in any project that I've ever been in that I've been a part of writing, you're going to hear something from one of their albums in it, guaranteed, because I play all the same type of fills, everything that I learned from his music, and you'll hear it at every show. You'll, if you're a fan of Event Sevenfold, you'll pick up on those little things. I uh, have actually. I have picked up on it. No, I love Event Sevenfold. I've definitely picked up on some of that. Okay, but what's your favorite album though? That is really hard because they have so many good ones. See, now this is this is a tough question. This is a really tough question. I'm, I, I mean, I don't want to get into it too much, but I, I would like you to answer question <laughs> no kidding. i know i have to look it up because like I, i'm about names but i have to like look it back up my favorite one of all time how to be nightmare nightmare is pretty good the one where mike Porter came in and drubbed over it which 
comes into my second idol, which is actually Mike Portnoy with Dream Theater. Dream Theater is, I like Dream Theater, it's pretty great, but um, Mike Portnoy is a drummer specifically. But then as far as musical influences, I grew up on 50s and 60s music from my parents and like old school country. And then when I finally blossomed into a, my own type of musician, <clears throat> it kind of expanded into um, things that you'll hear like on Lithium, on uh, Sirius XM, where it's, it could be anything from REM to uh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam's a big one for me. Yeah, Any of those types of bands, I mean, just anything across the board from the 90s is, is where my true influences sit, but my favorite Avenged Sevenfold album is split between City of Evil and uh, Backcountry. That was a good one, too. Backcountry is an amazing song. One of my favorites to this day. The White Album, the self-titled one? Yeah. So many good songs on that. Or no, it was uh, Critical Acclaim. That's the is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. Critical Acclaim, which is an amazing album. Too. It is. I listened to that one at least 15 times already. I can, I can play every song on there just because I wouldn't stop listening to it. And even if I can't physically play it, I at least know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, the next question is, what is the music writing process for you and your band? I love this one. Uh, this is a Dylan question. So it, it varies, but typically I'll come up with a uh, guitar riff and I'll punch in the bass and drums on every section, rearrange it until I'm satisfied with it, and then I send it to the band. If they like the idea, they then put their own parts in, we'll chop it and rearrange it until we're all satisfied and we put vocals on it. And then we'll take it to the studio with our producer who will then help us make it even better for yeah. each member okay. so far yeah uh, speaking of songs what was the process and meaning behind my fire all kayla mm -hmm. um i don't know it was just like uh i was just like feeling feisty and fierce and i just wanted to write a song basically telling the world you can't steal my fire and <coughs> That I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> she a bad bitch. <laughs> it's good. I really love that one. Like when I heard the intro and everything else, I'm just like, yeah, I can see why Dakota loves this group. <laughs> I, I have to say that song live is one of our biggest ragers just because even if the even if the crowd's not like we don't even know what the crowd looks like half the time when we play that song because we're jamming so hard that we're trying to break the stage apart. Uh, yeah, it just, it's, that's one of our ragers for sure. I always find it funny. Every time we play that song live, we usually get a different lighting guy at every show. <laughs> and the lighting guys always have so much fun with that. When they hear the intro coming in, they're like, oh, 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 okay, I see where this is going. Just strobes everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Describe that to me. What's it like playing live? For Hazen? Unfortunately, yeah. Robin, Robbie has only played with us live as like a, as a guest singer. Um, she has joined with us a couple of times on stage, especially after our last tour, which was like two years ago. It's been a long time. We have yet to play all uh, together as a group because of uh, So I would, uh, I would, I'm excited to see what the live dynamic is here with just the, the one change because it was, it was very electric before and the practices mm -hmm. are more electric than the live shows were for me before. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what it's going to be, but I don't know. The the live shows, it's it's just a matter of, for me, it's just us kind of up there jamming and we, we really get into each other while we're playing. It's it's We feed off of each other like crazy. And then anything we get in the crowd, whether there's two people there screaming their heads off or, you know, in the case of we had a, we opened up for Godsmack in front of 29,000 people in here and that came back was just absolutely insane. So yeah. <laughs> I can imagine Godsmack is really fucking good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. That was that was a life changing one for sure. I feel like I black out when Same. I'm on stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you almost don't remember half of the set sometimes. Yeah, you're like what? I did what on stage? <laughs> I jumped off. <laughs> like what? Or sometimes you won't see what you did until the photos come back the next week, okay. and you're like, oh. Yeah, you realize. Don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. True. Feels really good. We we're all just, miss it. We're very into ourselves when we're playing. <laughs> That's great. Honestly, I mean, performing must be one hell of an adventure for you guys. It has been with this yeah. band, for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. what, did, what, did, what did you say? Oh. Performing oh, with performing. this band must okay. be an adventure. Yeah. 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 Uh, my next question is, well, how did you guys find Dakota? So I... Uh, I've been trying to submit us out to record labels, management companies, booking agencies since I started or since I joined in the band. Um, <clears throat> hello, dog. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I had a list, an Excel spreadsheet of all the different companies that I would submit to. And I'd submit to over 63 different record, la record labels every month and 10 different booking agencies and 20 different management companies. And I did that month after month after month. And so I was constantly searching through social media, trying to find any independent, small, big record label I could, because I just wanted to canvas everybody and just piss them off with all the haze music I could. Um, and then I ran across Devil Inside and just sent a submission. And it's really funny because when I sent the submission in, he emailed me back and he was like, I have qualms with Hazen joining my label. And I'm like, well... I don't understand what that means. Can you explain what these qualms are? And he's like, oh, wait, no, no, no. I said I have no qualms, no qualms. Do you want to join? I'm like, you got it, you got it. And I'm like, okay. You know, the exact words to me were, I'm a mega fan of Hazen before I started my label, and I was psyched as hell when I saw that text. <laughs> so like, actually, he was, in, he was like, I was panicking. I was nervous. I was excited. Took about an hour to click my thoughts before I responded. And he, he said, he was like a kid in a candy store on Christmas or some shit. Like, he was ecstatic as hell. That's sad, he's, he's, he's very invested in what we're doing, and I, that's one of my favorite parts, is even though Devil Inside is a very small um, record label, they we've worked with some, some other people, professionals in the music industry, not labels, but we've worked with plenty of other people that we've actually had to pay a lot of money to that we won't get even a, a quarter of what we get from... Uh, Dakota on a daily basis I mean he's on top of pushing us in every aspect of his life I know he worked in the hospitality industry through like the hotels and stuff like that I mean he was offering us free hotels for tour and like he's doing everything that he could to work out stuff with his hotel and and everywhere else just pushing us everywhere it was it's incredible he's a great guy yeah, he super. he's super invested his yeah. comedy is also really good too we haven't had the chance to meet him in person yet. I'm excited to get that chance. So. I've been meeting to as well. I'm all the way in Connecticut, and he's in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, we're kind of close. Actually, well, I've, been, I've been running some ideas by him recently because, you know, how COVID ends. Everyone's going to want to go to music festivals again. So I was, I, was put, I was putting a lot of thought into an idea I recently had. I brought up with him, and we actually might be discussing it pretty soon. About, like, um, you know his friend Patrick who owns that other label, right? He has a buddy who does a label with him. I was thinking, combined label festival. Like all of his bands and all the I bands at this big ass festival. I was thinking of that idea for like a month now. I've just brought it up to him recently. I'm all about it. I'm all about playing wherever somebody wants to hear Hazen. I don't care less whether that's a coffee bar or, you know, a huge outdoor venue or rock and reel. I don't care. Yeah. 
And I mean, hey, if, if, when it's after COVID, everyone's gonna be dying to go back to those festivals. So I mean, okay, no, no pun intended with that line I just said. I just realized what I said. No <laughs> pun intended with that. Everyone's gonna be wanting to go back to those festivals, and it's like starting one up immediately right after, like when all the cases are dead and shit. Oh. <laughs> Not what I meant. When everything is over. This like is recorded, the, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. We got funny bloopers now. When the pandemic is like said and done and everything is fine again, everyone's going to want to go back to festivals. And mm -hmm. setting one up with a lot of newer bands would be good to help them get more publicity and stuff like that. Sure. And I actually brought, I brought it up to him. We're actually, we're actually doing a meeting on it on Tuesday. Nice. That's well, exciting. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that would be cool AF. It would be. down as long as we can make a few stops on the way out to PA. I'm all about it. Or Connecticut. I don't care. Or both. Why not? Or both. Or both. If I'm already out in PA, might as well hit Connecticut. I like <laughs> your style. I like your style. <laughs> Thank you. All right. My next question is, who would you guys love to collaborate with in stage and on studio? And you all have more than one answer. Go for it. Ooh. Ooh, like someone go first. I would, uh, me personally, I would like um, to do like this. He, I don't specifically. I mean, I think Maria Brink would be awesome. Like having her as like another vocalist on our stuff. Um, but you know, in this moment in general, but kind of like what they did on their last album, they had Lizzie Hale, Taylor Momsen, and Ooh, obviously yeah. Maria Brink. I think it would be cool, 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 cool to do like a big like piece with all these powerful badass yeah. women. I agree. Um, for me, I think that would be like iconic moment. Yeah, no, that would be incredible. I think that's something that I personally have been dreaming about for like ever. I think that's why me and Kayla became friends in the first place. I was like, who are you? I love you. So yeah, I mean, for me personally, just like, something like that i mean that's the dream to have those women specifically or even just be in the same room as those women and be able to play music together would be a dream but being able to collab together with just powerhouse yeah. women yeah totally absolutely what about you guys uh miles kennedy that would be a good one. I was thinking uh, the John Witherspoon from Seven Dust. Yes. Yes. Any of those. Any of those guys from either one of those bands. I'm all about it. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever dug deeper into, you know, Eddie Vedder, his music, and who he is and what he's about and everything, but that guy has such a creative and unique writing style behind everything. Just collaborating with him to write a song, whether he's on it or not, you know, that's that's another big one for me. Again, we're going back to the 90s stuff, but uh, Eddie Vedder is a big one that mm -hmm. I would choose to. Also, a big producer I would want to work with is Andrew Wade. They yeah. just, I just saw he, um, he puts out really quality, but <laughs> heavy music, man, just super heavy. He's a great producer. Everything sounds large, very large. And so he's definitely a dream for me to work with. And that's very, very in uh, our grasp. Who has he recorded? Um, I mean, he works with bands like Attila. Mm -hmm. he, I know um, I, my friend Jake was out there, and the lead singer of A Date to Remember was just hanging out. Well, he used to do the Ghost Inside stuff, he used too, to do right? The Ghost yeah. Inside. He does heavy, heavy work. Nice. Attila, uh, they're so good. 
Oh, these, these, two, these two. Don't, don't get I've seen, I saw them live at Warp Tour back in, like, I think 2016 or some shit. Party with the Devil, oh my god. I was headbanging like a motherfucker. I've seen them so many times, I can't even count. I, I literally them. almost break my neck every time I see them. That's funny, because the first person that came to my head when you asked that question was like, I want prongs on a record. Right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prongs so screaming. Tight. I know, make my songs real dirty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. <laughs> this is fun. I agree. All right, let's see. My next question is what is the best piece of advice you were ever given when entering music? Hmm. That's tough. That is tough. I wouldn't say that I've either I haven't opened the door for it or haven't mm, Put myself in that way but I haven't really gotten much in the way of advice from anybody who's successful or really fallen on their ass other than don't stop playing yeah yeah I don't I my dad's a musician and has been his whole life he was the one who got me started playing music um and you know got me started on everything that I listened to but his big thing was always just to 100 percent be yourself um like fuck the genre fuck the you know what society says your standards have to be um just do what you love because you were meant to do it um so that's something every time I write a song or I'm singing or I'm playing or I'm learning something obviously as artists we're always going to feel like we're never good enough but that always like in is in the back of my head for me personally like just do it. Doesn't matter. Like this is what you want to do, so just do it. So that's me, I guess. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. It takes ten thousand hours to make yeah. something before you're actually good at something. I believe in that. And honestly, like especially ever since she's joined the band, she's always pushing me. You know, if I'm always like, if I'm feeling insecure or like this sucks or I can't write, like I'm just having writer's block. So she's reminding me that we're bad bitches yeah <laughs> and that this. we got this yeah. and to believe in ourselves and that's helped for sure i love her <laughs> best advice i ever got was uh i was told to give up playing guitar because i suck that's a great piece of the advice. best advice you it's never six, took <laughs> 16 years later and i'm still telling that guy to fuck himself in my dreams <laughs> <laughs> love i mean that. i mean look at you now it paid <laughs> off <laughs> yeah. I didn't listen to the advice and look where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Stop yeah, seeing all, all the people that tell you, like, oh, you know, this is a pipe dream. You're not going to make it. You need to be serious about what your life is looking like. And even if, and I, I know so many musicians can relate to this, but not taking that advice because I don't want to be ordinary. I don't want to be stuck somewhere that I'm not happy and you know people who have careers in the most boring jobs to me in the world if they're happy I mean they're making it they're doing it yeah. so to me not listening to that advice is so yeah as far as advice the best advice is the worst advice that people try to give sometimes you guys are such dads I love yeah. it <laughs> you guys are such dads <laughs> yeah. I love it that's really good actually because I know that feeling like I'm always going to try to do my own thing and everyone keeps saying, you're wasting your time with this. It's like, you know what? Fuck you. Even if it doesn't work, you had fun doing it. Exactly. Yeah. What does it matter at that point? You yeah. never have to guess or, you know, look back and say, you know, what if. 
Yeah. Well, and I don't want to be the guy who had the dream at like 16 to do all these big things. And then by the time I hit 50, sit there and say, well, I didn't do it or I didn't try. I didn't try. Yeah. Because that's, that's going to be the biggest regret moving on through later years in life is to say that at least I tried, you know? Yeah. You got to enjoy life. Even if it means you're going to end up being fucked up in the end, like you got to at least enjoy yourself. Yeah. Sure. Agreed. All right, let's see. My final question of the evening is of the evening. Well, it's evening, evening for me. <laughs> what is next for Hazen? What is the future for the band? Yeah. There's a lot of uh, answers to this question. Whether or not we're allowed to tell you some of them, I do not know. But Go for it. Dylan, um, Dylan is working on some cool stuff that I'd like to him or like for him to kind of get into a little bit. And then I'd like the girls to talk about what they're doing too, because that's all new for Hazen. Yeah. Um, working on some new music, uh, doing a lot of stuff in-house, just kind of trying to reinvent ourselves and our sound, do something new, something different, COVID something safe. interesting, Stay, taking advantage of COVID and everything to just kind of huddle inside and, and write and uh, create a whole new stage, just entertainment. Everything. Everything about Everything it. to change. Lights, movements, outfits, everything, just revamp the whole the, the choreography whole of having a show yeah. in general is changing for hazen for sure and um with the music and stuff we have a song in the works hopefully sooner than uh later that will be out into the world soon so yeah. new songs new music new look new everything new logo yeah new logo really, yeah. revamp ourselves really you know Go back into it one million percent. For sure. Yeah. There's a lot next for Hazen, and I just like leaving people on the edge and just saying, you'll see. <laughs> you will see, because we will make sure that we will we will kill ourselves trying to make sure everybody can at least see that we're doing something. Yeah. So. Well, I'm excited as hell to hear that. <laughs> I can see why Dakota raves about you all the time. Well, thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. thank you for uh, having us. Of course, it was a pleasure. I, I enjoyed this a lot too. I love doing these; it's so much fun. Yeah, awesome. You, you know, I get I get a text from Dakota. Him work with Hazen. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay. I mean, you don't ask me twice, but damn. <laughs> like he was so enthusiastic about it. I've never seen him so well enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we we first communicated after that live broadcast that we did on our social medias uh, a couple of weeks ago and yeah. it was almost like by the time we hit the end button on the lives i already had a three-way chat on facebook with you dakota about this today yeah. and it's like all right i like it because again he moves he works for you so yep he i actually he found me on facebook as well i, was, I work i was working with groups before this and like i worked with sepsis as of recent they told me post what you do on our page i'm like okay i do I was expecting like one or two bands to respond. Instead, ten of them came up to me, and then Dakota. So I'm just like, oh shit! Nice, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. Look at me wrong. I just wasn't expecting that big of a turnout. Yeah. Well, everybody's hungry to just do band shit. So yeah. <laughs> now's the best time. Anything I mean, yeah. Well, it's time I get co thanks to well, not thanks to, but because of COVID, I have a lot more time to kill. So it's like, I hate just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. You know, I gotta say, COVID was a really good reset for Hazel. It was, it wasn't fun by any means. It's yeah. still not fun, but I'd like to say that we we're pretty productive with it, and we're we're keeping on that that same track. So. 
Yeah, definitely stay productive. It's going to do really good as well in the outcome. Yeah, for sure. I think I'm going to wrap things up here. Everything was answered, and I loved what went down. Hi, yeah. doggy. I just hear a little dog in the back. This is Delilah. Delilah just went through surgery last week, so we're keeping her close. Definitely a good idea. Yeah, I have cats. I used, to, I used to do, I had like one or two interviews upstairs in my room instead of down here, and the cat almost closed the computer. I'm over here like, no. <laughs> yeah. I have two. Yeah, I have two little kittens, and they're very energetic. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need it because they're over here waking me up at three a.m. Um, oh, all right. Well, good. They're the devil. I swear. I, I, I mean, hey, help me out once because I actually had to work with a group from Australia, and they woke me up before my alarm went off. So I'm like, okay, I can get ready for this. But do they not put me off to a new day? I'm like, for fuck's sake. No. <laughs> uh, you need alarm clocks, man. Just get pigs. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Every day, four o'clock, I'm up. Hello. <laughs> Hello, world. Well, was that the one, the profile picture you had, the pig? Well, I mean, I have 103 of them, so. Oh, damn. Yeah. And it's two cows. Rescue. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> they're, they're my babies. <laughs> they're my babies. Oh. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm going to wrap things up here. Thank you guys for everything. This has been amazing. Yes, Thanks, thank man. you again. For of course, it's been an honor. This has been another Nerds Order Music interview, and our guest today were the, was the band Hayes, and all of you have a great evening. Thanks, thank you, you too. too. Yeah.